Hey guys, good evening. Happy Wednesday. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, this is Marie and Rob with the Free Mind Collective podcast. Um, sorry, we've been MIA lately. It's been, we actually just finished off celebrating um, my birthday for the mm-hmm. past two weeks. <laughs> so, you know, now it's time to, um, you know, get back to business and get back to our routine. And not only just celebrating the birthday, but we've also been just super swamped with work and just the hustle um, of our career. So we've just, um, it took our, it took a lot of our time last week. So here we are trying to get back on track. And yeah. Yeah. And we actually, I mean, we'll just call it out. We actually did a podcast before your celebrations. We woke up early for this on a Saturday. Like, no, we're trying to stick to this every week. We got here. We did it. And then I don't know what happened, but somehow our equipment failed and it never saved any of the recordings. So, yeah. so <clears throat> technically speaking, in our minds, we know that we did it, but we understand that you guys didn't get to hear us out. So here we are today. We're going to make it back up. <laughs> yeah, well, but we'll be back on track. Oh, yeah. We're working, <laughs> on, working on it. So cool. So, I mean, Marie's going to start it off with the topic of the day or tonight. I'm sorry. Let me take that back and uh, let's see what this is about. Yeah, so tonight I'm excited to um, talk with Rob about um, basically the the main topic is marriage over happiness or vice versa, happiness over marriage. And um, I know this topic is you know um, it's specific to you because you you um, your last relationship you kind of went through you know the separation with your fiance. And so, you know, I wanted to talk to you about about that, and you know, and I had some questions for you. Cool. I can't wait to be on the spot. So let's do it. Well, so first, I guess, um, you know, tell us, like, you know, like a little bit of the background of, um, of the relationship and, you know, and and how that happened. Or, you know, and what led to, you know, what led to that. Just no. a quick summary. Yeah, absolutely. So um, a quick, quick breakdown. Um, pretty much uh, from the beginning of our relationship, from when it first started, it went through a lot of just stress. And things like that. Um, I was going through things. She was going through things with her family as well, too, like personal things. And, you know, we're both trying to be supportive with one another, be there for one another, and just went through, like, a lot from the beginning. And, um, you know, one of, one of the big things was that uh, she, she had lost her dad, like, really early in our relationship, probably, I want to say about, like, six months in. Then she had lost her dad, and that was one of the big things that was going on, who was, like, her world. And I, and I res- still respect that still to this day. Um, but then it just, it just kind of turned into this, it just turned into a lot. It was a lot to take in. Um, a lot of people were pushed out of our lives for a while. There was actually a, a little period there where I actually wasn't talking to anyone in my friend group because of her. And I was trying to have her back and defend her, even though in reality, I knew she was in the wrong, but I did it because, you know, that's just the person I am. It's that if I'm in a relationship with you, and I said this before, either you're wrong, I'm not going to call you out on the spot. I'll have your back, but I will tell you off to the side that, hey, you're you're in the wrong here. So did that, and I lost touch with my friends for, I want to say, about a year or so. Oh, wow. I, I, maybe I'm wrong. It was so, it's so long ago, but, you know, lost touch with them, and I told myself that I would I would never put myself through that situation ever again. Um, but it, it just, it, it created a lot of toxicness in my life and in my family's life, in my friend's world. And not saying that she's a toxic person, but I think it just, um, she just had a lot 
of issues, a lot of things that were just going on that was just tough. And I think she just didn't know really how to handle it. And I would try to be there for her 100% to support her. I tried guiding her. I tried so many different things. And, you know, and you just, it gets to a point, I guess, where I just realized, you know what, this, no, this isn't going to change. So either I have a decision to make, I either get out of it or I just buckle up and this is what it is. Okay. And that's, and it was um, pretty much like I, I'd made the decision that, you know what, like I can't keep doing this for, for someone anymore. Like this isn't what I signed up for. This isn't what I want in my life. And I think I started realizing that at, well, I actually not think, I know I started realizing that maybe a little later on into the game, but when I actually ended the relationship, I mean, the amount of people that spoke up to me that were very close to me that actually said, man, like, we're really happy you did this. And I was like, wow, like, okay, maybe there's things, you know, cause when you're in a relationship, you kind of get tunnel vision and you don't see what's around you. You just mm -hmm. kind of focus on that person. But then when people started speaking up and I think a lot of people held back because they wanted to see me happy and they were like, you know, if this makes you happy, then they were willing to take, you know, take it for what it was and you know sacrifice their happiness for mine but actually if anything that actually hurt me more mm -hmm. knowing the fact that that's what it was is that people were just doing things to make me happy and that isn't the way how i want it and, right. I, and I made that clear with not just my friends but with my family I said going forward like don't don't ever do that again like tell me mm -hmm. you know make it known to me and then i'll and I also have a bad, uh, there's also a pit of that. It's also me is maybe they tried to, but then again, I would get very defensive because I wanted something to work so bad that it just, it wouldn't, it just, it probably just wasn't really meant to be. Mm -hmm. So, so, uh, from the beginning to the end of the relationship, how long did, well, how long was it again? So we got together at the beginning of 2017 and ended it in 2021. Okay, so, so it was, a good amount of time. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice amount of time into that relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, uh, I think now that I look back at it, I, I should have ended it a while, a longer time ago. Like, I should have never let it gone on for that long. And now that I've actually, like, soaked in it and, you know, understood it all, like, not being spited out of anger is that it should have ended a long time ago. It should have ended years ago because in this what four years of uh your take um so you have uh so we have 17 18 19 20 21 so five yeah. years almost. oh five years yeah for almost five years almost five years yeah. okay um and you said that her dad had passed six months into your relationship yeah and so it, it so it had already been pretty bad at six months yeah and you went through that long mm -hmm. of wow yeah that's a long time yeah you're very patient yeah well i was very patient but not only that too i mean so to to be all in fairness as well too like i said it's not it's not defending it's just saying it how it was is that her and i we've known each other since middle school mm -hmm. so we had a long history we were like best friends we had a really long history between one another so it was more or less of me finding that person again and trying to find the person that who i i cared for and mm -hmm. someone that i was like okay you know what like she's there. I know who this person is, but when her dad passed away, a lot of things changed, you know, and, it, and again, it, it's, you know, it's a big thing, losing a family member, a parent, it's, it's a tough thing to go through, but right. you know, it just, it just sucked that, you know, also that I don't think she had like the full support from 
her family, I think, what she expected, but I think also her expectations of what it was were really high and that nobody can ever meet them. Not even I could. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even meet those standards. And I think that was I, I think that was that was the biggest problem. And one of the biggest problems. The other biggest problem was was that, you know, um, one of the podcasts we talked about was cheating. And so and one of the moments where I was getting ready to leave, I didn't cheat. But I was, but there was somebody else that was just messaging me as a nice, mm-hmm. as a nice gesture. It's like, hey, like, how's things going? It wasn't, did nothing ever happen? Never like met up, nothing like that whatsoever. And then she saw that. She looked at it as that I did do those things. But it was after, it was after he found out she cheated though, right? No, no, this is beforehand. Oh. Yeah, this is beforehand. So okay. like it was a girl that known each other for another set of years, but it was just more or less just like a friendly conversation. Mm-hmm. One morning she messaged me and then said, and this, and I get it why she felt that way, mm-hmm. was that it says, good morning, honey. And I'm like, oh man, this oh, is not, yeah. this ain't good. And I knew oh, what was going to happen, but at the same time too, it was like, no, like I cut it off immediately. I was like, hey, like, that's not what this is. Like we were just friends and that's what just all it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And so I understand her side of it because she, she got upset about that because mm-hmm. she saw it. She went through my phone, she went through it. So then move on from it. At least I thought we did. Mm-hmm. Then in 2019, um, I took taken off to Nashville for a work trip. And when I was gone from my work trip during that time, I guess she had met up with someone and actually like they hooked up mm. the whole nine yards of everything. And I didn't realize that. And so this is like in March, I want to say. And I didn't really realize anything until about July. So between March and July, they were still talking throughout that entire time. And I and I was always the type of person where it's like, I don't I don't go through your phone unless you give me a reason mm-hmm. to. So then she's out of the country and I was looking at, oh, you know, I'm looking at, I want to buy an Apple Watch. She had one, just so happened. I had unlocked it, put it on. I was like, okay, let me check this out. And then as soon as I unlocked it, it was like blowing up with messages. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, that's weird. So I called my buddy and he was like, oh, that's because it's, it uploads when you unlock something, I said, Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't know this. So this is new for me. But cool. I started looking and then I kept seeing a number popping up that I was like, that's not, it's not a safe number. Mm-hmm. So what's going on here? And then I clicked on it. You know, part of me was like, don't click on it. But then a part, but then my gut was like, go click on it. So then that's always when I say, follow your mm-hmm. gut, don't follow your heart. I clicked on it. And then <laughs> that's when I saw everything. Mm-hmm. I saw that she was literally like venting to him about me. Uh, yeah. talking like in the whole nine yards, like went through all that venting to him about me talking about her personal problems with about her family. And he's like there for her. And then he keeps trying to meet up with her and she kind of kept dodging it, you know, mm-hmm. kind of kept like downplaying it. So she wasn't like trying to do it again, but she was also still entertaining something. But yeah. then, you know, she kind of kept going and going and going. And then I remember one of the things was, was that like, you know, she, like she had asked me a question. And like, and I was playing video games. That was my day off. I didn't care. Like I was just, and I think we had just got out of like a big fight and I just, I was just ignoring her. Mm-hmm. And she had asked me that question and I answered it. And then I guess it was a question that came from him through her to me. And then it kind of went back and I'm like, why is this guy asking questions? So when I found out about all this, I like bursted my bubble. I called her and she's like out of the country again. I woke her up mm-hmm. and I said, I kept calling, calling, calling. She's like, what's going on? Like, I'm coming back tomorrow. And I'm like, no, we need to talk. And I screenshotted all the messages and just sent it over to her. Oh, wow. And then that's when everything just hit the fan mm-hmm. and, you know, made made my point really clear. And then that was the moment where I decided, okay, do I need to get out of this or do I stay in this? 
well, me being me, again, trying to find the good in somebody, mm-hmm. I stayed in it. And I had told her, I said, this is, this is your, this is your shot. Like there's mm-hmm. no other shot and it's going to take me a while to get over it. I thought I can get over it, but to be very hundred percent honest, I, I never did. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of forced myself to get over it. Like the cheating. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of forced myself to get over it. I mean, and it was like, like, and it wasn't just like they went to dinner. It was like full yard. She went to his house, everything all in total. So that's where I had drawn a line in the sand. I told myself, this is never going to happen to me again. Mm-hmm. Like, And this has happened to me before in past relationships. Where I've always found out. And I just like, you know what? Like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, enough is enough. I, that's where I know I have to change something within myself to prevent these problems from happening again. So I'd, I'd moved forward and tried to move forward with it. And then, you know ended up, you know, she, she had helped me out with some stuff with, you know, business wise and things like that. And I said, wow, like she's, she's changing again. This is what I've been looking for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then, and I, I thought about it and I was like, okay, you know, can I, can I give this person this big commitment? It was just being engaged. Mm-hmm. So I did it. And it was like the moment that ring went on, it was like, what, um, what moment in time did you ask her to marry you? So I had asked her in the, end uh in december end of 2019 okay so like right after like we had found out about all this stuff and then had moved on and then you know moved i I was i was able to like okay i can i can overlook all this like Mm -hmm. i ignored it all because things were getting better between us because it was what i was looking for finally she was Mm -hmm. finally making the efforts that i was asking for she was finally doing what i expected Mm -hmm. and and kind of finding like that person again so then so then what we did, so we got engaged, and then the moment that ring went on the finger, it was just another set of problems. It was just, then I was like, oh, man, like, really? Like, like our engagement night is ruined because of something that's so dumb and so small, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Just I, I just kind of ignored it, and I was just, you know, trying to be there for her, and I, I got mad at, at the person that kind of not made any, didn't make any comments, just being, you know, happy about it, it was my dad. My okay. dad was just, my dad is one of those type of people, he's, when he's around parties, he gets, uh, he's like a little kid. So he's like one of those things that can't stop touching anything. He just keeps oh going, going, going. And he just like, like he, and he's very like hospitable. He's very like, oh no, I'm going to help you. Like, it's just how he is. Like mm-hmm. people don't understand until they actually meet him and see him in that environment. Yeah. But sometimes he can get a little bit too much. She got a little overwhelmed about it because obviously he wants everything to be perfect. We're announcing mm-hmm. this engagement and everything else like that. So it happened and then we got into a fight about that and then you know i nipped it i said we're not we're not fighting about this like you need to stop mm-hmm. and my dad apologized for what it was and then we moved on and then it just things were getting were, were good again and then the moment then when we started kind of planning a wedding part of it that's when everything just hit the fan because we couldn't plan anything because of covid oh yeah covid hit and so we couldn't do anything so we just waited it out and then rehashed it back out in 2021 and then waited waited a while and then started planning it again and then again that's as soon as it started coming to planning it just everything just changed mm. and it became tough i mean i was trying to be there and and you know financially part of it as well too to make sure okay you know finance wise like i can do this you know making sure that i can put all that because I essentially I was, I was paying for it all mm-hmm. so i was like and it came out of my pocket and there was no i mean a little bit of help and it, I came from my parents, 
but majority of it was coming out of my end of it, which I was fine about. And, and I told her, I said, look, like I'll pay for majority of it. And you, know, you just take care of your pieces. Like you take care of your dress or whatever mm-hmm. it was. That's what we agreed upon. But everything else is on me nice. just to take control of that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I said, but my expectation is that you plan it. Yeah. That, that, I mean, what woman wouldn't want to find a wedding? But, it, but, that, but, yeah, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But like I said, all I asked for are these things. Mm-hmm. Those three items that I asked for. Right. One of them was four items. I mean. One of them was that I wanted a uh, groomsman party because she didn't want that. Okay. I was like, but I want that. I yeah. want my my people up there with me. I want my closest friends with me. This is oh wow, yeah. Of like course. this is important for me, and I and I want you to have the same thing too with your girls. Mm-hmm. And that's why I always say like I want like that compatibility like for my girl to have that and for me to mm-hmm. have that as well too. It's just like okay, fine. The other one was like oh I want the girls to car bar. I want like this. I want just like little <laughs> simple things. Yeah. And that's it. But everything else I don't care. Yeah. How you design it? How you design it? What you do? I don't. I don't care. But like, these are just like the little things that I wanted, so mm-hmm. we agreed. And then you know, it just it just felt like it was just like always just like an obstacle piece of it because the biggest problem that she always had was also about like my groomsman. Like she's like, I don't want it, and she went, she like pretty much like killed all of her uh, what were the uh, bachelor, bridesmaids? No, bridesmaids, sorry, you got those like bachelor <laughs> uh, bridesmaids. Like they they pretty much she got a whole new set. Like she, she went, lost them all. She lost them all and then found newer people to come in. And I kept my guys consistent. So that right there alone spoke a lot about like what was going on. Yeah. Sorry, I got the hiccups. And then um, so I was like, okay, like, man, you're just going through it. Like one thing after the other after the other. And it was just picking everything with like a magnifying glass through everyone. And it was just got to a point where it was just like, it's just, I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, dude, like I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. So there was a point there where I just said, you know what, screw it. Like, I'm not having my guys buy suits. I'm not having this. I'm not, like, we're done. Like, we're not, I'm just not even going to have it. If this is what's going to create all these problems, I just don't even want it. And mm-hmm. I was like, I got enough shit going on in my life. I got enough things going on with work. Like, the last thing I need is for you to just be, keep making all these problems. Mm-hmm. So then we ended up keeping them. And then it turned into a whole thing with the suits. It turned, it was non to stop. It just felt like, like, Everything that I just wanted to for it to go my way, it just wasn't allowed. It was her way or the highway. She wanted it like this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, like that's not what this is about. Mm-hmm. Like this is about me as well, too. It's not yeah. all about you. And you know, even though, you know, okay, I said you can do a lot of the things, but I asked specifically that these were the things that I wanted. And so then we just kind of kept going and then things got better. And then one night, and, th- and this is the night, and so I'm kind of like you know, jumping into it. So then this was the night that I, I officially decided, okay, I need to get out of this. Mm-hmm. So. And, and um, at what point into the, from when you proposed to this point, like where are we, like how many months has passed? We're, so we're like, so now we're like about a, maybe about a year and a half. This from is, your proposal? Yeah. So it was a year and a half proposal. Well, we had, yeah. So, so we had to wait because remember, so, oh, COVID. so COVID hit. That's right. Okay. And then we didn't officially start planning until April of 2021. Okay. So then now we're like, I want to say we're like right around in the September-ish area. We're in September now of like 2021. Okay. So, and I, and, and I had broken up with her in, in October. Okay. So in September, it was um, my boy's birthday, Emo. Mm-hmm. It was his birthday and we had gone out to, um, to a bar and things like that. And she was out in Mexico planning the wedding stuff and I'd stayed back. 
just because of you know, I told her, look, because I got work things going on. I can't be there for this, but you got this. Go take your mom. Um, pretty sure I paid for the flight and for her end of it. Like, I took care of that. I was like, mm-hmm. here you go, and here's some money for you to spend with. Like, just go. Mm-hmm. Go do what you got to do. Go do the food tastings, whatever it is, whatever needs to get done, and I trust your judgment on it. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of, like, detached from it because I was, like, all this taking as a moment for me to just kind of just relax a little bit, just breathe a little bit. Mm-hmm. And... We're at his party, and then I was just I was having a good time with everybody. Like I was literally like I felt like myself again. I was like, man, like I haven't felt this in a long time. Yeah. You know, my friends, my friends were laughing. We were all laughing. Obviously, we're drunk, but like, but it wasn't it wasn't the alcohol. It was just more or less just like my internal happiness. Like I felt like me again, mm-hmm. and I felt like I'd lost that in the relationship, and and then that's when I pretty much like told myself, I was like, you know what, like I need to rethink about all this mm-hmm. so then so then we had so then when she came back i had i had booked a trip without her knowing i booked a, a trip for us to go uh, wine tasting so we had gone wine t- i had the whole thing planned i said look you don't have to worry about anything it's all planned for it's done for and she was like okay like this is really nice like you don't really take initiatives like this before but it was also for me to see like how she would act? Not how she would act. She did. It was everything was great on the entire trip, but it was more or less just, can I? How you would feel? How would I feel about okay. this? Like, okay. let me see if I can get her out of the element. Let's just do something, just her and I, which we did a lot of. Like, mm-hmm. when, and and most of the majority of the time, it was a great times. But this one was a little different for me. It was just to kind of get out of our element a little bit and just see like what, what is it? And then everything was good. And I was like, okay, everything everything's great. And then. No, if we were Friday, Saturday, come back Sunday. And Sunday, I had a hockey game, so I was like, okay, I really want to make it back to my game. So you know, you know, driving quick, and then she's like, oh, we have to go grocery shopping, we have to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, well, I have my game, like I can, like, I kind of want to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to do it. And then that's when everything sparked. It was like you're just driving fast because you want to get back to your game because you want this, you want that, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, I was like, just go food shopping without me. You don't need me to go food shopping. Mm-hmm. Like you got this. Like. You have a car, you have a car, you have everything that you need, just go. Yeah. Or we don't have to do it today, we can do it during the week or something else like that. Like I really want to go. But then it it turned into this whole thing and then it just all one it also put a damper on the whole trip. And then it was just like, okay, and then the whole car ride back and we're just like quiet with one another mm-hmm. and I'm just ignoring her, she's ignoring me. And I was like, Okay, you know what? Like that's when I was like, Okay, it's still there. And then what put what pretty much put the icing on the cake was that we were all me and all my friend group, we were all together. Um, Iman was there, Arma was there, all, all of us were all together. And then um, we were all sitting there and then she started mentioning them about booking the flights because there's a destination wedding and trying to explain everything. And uh, you know, everyone was having conversations and she was trying to talk and trying to get everyone's attention and nobody was paying attention. And then she got really upset and just kind of snapped off on everybody. Oh. And that's when I realized and, that, and that's what I told myself because then it turned into the whole cheating thing because, you know, because um, I wasn't talking with my friends at that time also when she had cheated. Like, mm-hmm. And so then I was kind of like, dude, like, I'm not going down this path again. And then that's when it turned into we're in the we're in the house and she's like, I want it done. I don't want to bride the party, groom the party, any of that. It's done. It's over with. Like, we're not doing it. It's not happening anymore. Like, and specifically also, you know, going after like just – you know, Iman and, and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, dude, like, that's not going to happen. And it turned into just us arguing, like, legitimately. Like, I was screaming at the top of my lungs, like, 
mad at her, telling her you're not gonna you're not gonna tell me what we can and can't do. Like I'm telling you right now, it's either he's still in it or this is all canceled. Uh-huh. Like I had put my foot down. I said this ain't happening anymore. Like this is my way. This is what's gonna happen, and this is what I want. Mm-hmm. And just going back and forth with one another like crazy. And we had fought for weeks, weeks, uh-huh. and then finally, um, you know, I just. After after a few weeks of just arguing, I mean, and it was to the point where we're sleeping in like separate rooms, couldn't Oof. even couldn't even like be in the same room with one another. We yeah. try to talk about it, and it would just it wouldn't go anywhere. I stood where I stood, she stood where she stood. It was one of us had to bend, and I knew I would be the one that had to do it because I knew she wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Like I'm not. I told her I was like I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I I think I've bent enough. Like I've done enough. Like yeah. it's time for you to kind of do things and. And pretty much it just, that's when it became happiness over marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's when I decided, you know what? Like, this isn't the person for me. Yeah. So I had uh, walked out, you know, just walked away. Gone, walked out, and just uh, came back that same night after I walked out because she wasn't there. Grabbed all my stuff, put it in the car. I told my dad, I was like, hey, man, I'm, I'm coming home. And he's like, what? I was like, yeah, I'm coming. Because you guys lived together. At his yeah, time. her and I had lived together, and then I told him, I was like, no, like I'm, I'm coming home, like for good, like this is gonna be me for the next few months. Like I'm gonna be staying here with you. And, and she like, had left also. Well, no, she, she stayed in the apartment. So we had tried going to couples therapy, but at that point, when I told myself I was done, I was like done. Like mm-hmm. I, I had already mentally checked out of the relationship. Like there was no changing my mind on it. Mm-hmm. Like it was me putting myself ahead of everything. Yeah. And only the two after talking with my family and talking with my friends, a lot of things became into perspective for me. And then I was like, man, like I can't, I can't get back with this person. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, they didn't have an influence over it. It was more of a decision-making of me that mm-hmm. made the decision that no, like I just, this isn't the person for me. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's not the person that I I thought it could be. And it sucks. You know, and I'm sure she, I'm sure she feels the same way about it after the breakup. You know, but um, I I just decided I was like I can't do this anymore. Like I can't I can't fall through with being with somebody that's gonna not be to my level, or even be in a relationship at this point. Like is to like not find somebody that's compatible towards my feelings or I my feelings, but to like how I am. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I've said in the past. It's about you. You're with somebody because. Or you're talking with somebody, you're dating somebody, or your boyfriend and girlfriend for a reason from when the first initial connection. Mm-hmm. So why change that? Why do you want to change somebody and make them mold them into somebody when they can't be that? And I couldn't be the person that she wanted. I realized that, mm-hmm. and she needed somebody different than me because I was more of like laid back. But when push comes to shove, if I need to get you know aggressive about something, I will. But it's not something that needs to be done every single time, mm-hmm. you know. And her biggest thing was that well, you work too much and you don't pay attention to me. And it's like. I work hard for a reason. I mm-hmm. work hard for a reason because I pay for the rent. I pay for the car. I pay for, yeah. I pay for a lot. I have to work this hard, and I have to work for me to, you know, maintain a certain lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it. I love working, but expect you to be understanding of that. Yeah, and especially complain about that if she, you're supporting the lifestyle. You yeah, you know, and and it was just it was just tough. It was really, it was really tough to hear. It's like you know, and so I, I told myself that I was one another big reason why I also left. But the biggest one was that just the disrespect that I was just dealing with for my family and my friends because those people are very important to me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, I just I can't, I can't do this anymore. And you know, as much as like you know, I, I don't 
tell my friends what's like, you know, they were they a reason of why I had broken up with her. They were a piece of it. Were my family a reason why I broke up with her? Yes. Mm-hmm. But the other big piece of it, the main piece of it was just for me. Oh yeah. I mean, just yeah. from what you've said, it sounds definitely sounds like, you know, yeah. like I'm glad you're out of that ultimately. Yeah. Um, you know, that wedding planning um just sounded like a nightmare <laughs> for it's you. Tough, yeah. Like I don't remember really any good moments or at least too many good moments of you know of what you described as far as like, you know, like the, the wedding planning. It just sounds like I mean I understand wedding is wedding planning is stressful, but that's just on another level. Yeah, I mean, I think it was just, it was a lot more harder than what it really needed to be, right? I mean, we had a wedding planner for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is this hard? Yeah. You know, um, you know, and, 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 and like I said, I don't want to, I don't want to say she was like a terrible person. She had her moments where she was a great person, but it sucks to say, but now that I look back at everything, I see, I don't, it's hard for me to remember a lot of those. The good moments? Would you say she brought out the bad in you? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, hundred percent. She she had brought it out. She had brought out the the worst in me when it came to my behavior and to arguing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, she she had brought out somebody that I don't I don't like to be, and and I, and I really mean that. Like I I, I have I have a temper, mm-hmm. and if that temper sets off, it it's not something pretty. It hurts a lot of people. It hurts even me. But it just hurts a lot of people where I just say things that just I don't care. Yeah. And I and I would just I'll say it all out and it just it gets bad. And so I mean, now I've learned to be more controlling of it, obviously. And then also not only that too, just still be speaking up more, which is what I've been doing a lot more lately, is speak up a lot more mm-hmm. if I'm not comfortable with something or if I don't like something, but also um being respectful picking my words properly to make sure that the point that I'm trying to get across is stern, straightforward, but, you know, be respectful towards not damaging a relationship mm-hmm. between somebody. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you definitely um, went pretty deep on, you know, in, in your story. So you kind of answered a couple of my questions already, like as far as like how, you know, you got yourself to do it. I mean, obviously it was just accumulation of all these things that mm-hmm. just like, you know, led up to it. And ultimately, it sounds like, I mean, you know, no one ever wants to be going through, you know, that kind of um, negativity in a relationship. But ultimately, if you look at it in, like, hindsight, it's almost like a blessing in disguise, right? Mm-hmm. Because if, if those things didn't happen in the beginning, then you could be in a marriage with her and then have to deal with a whole more, like, a, a whole other whole extra, like, even more issues when it comes to marriage, you know, and and even leaving a marriage. Yeah. So it was a pretty clean cut. Yeah. And it probably would have costed more if I actually, exactly. you know, and that, and that was the other big thing was that also like financially wise, like when we had separated, like I had felt like I had left her in good terms. I know I didn't have to. Everyone told me you didn't have to do what you did, but I did it because she had helped me out at my low point and I wanted to be there and I wanted to help her out with that, mm-hmm. you know? And so when I had left her, I said, look, you, keep the engagement ring whatever you sell it for i don't care i don't care what you sell it for i don't care what you get for it i don't need to know you keep it for yourself all that money is yours i'd given her a check as well too it's like here's some money as well too to help with some moving costs for you to get out Mm -hmm. you know your rent is paid for for the next month and a half it's paid for just you know make it as clean as possible to just walk away even the deposit that we had on the apartment that we had i said just keep it it's yours even though she still feels like it's mine anyways, because I was the one that put it, but it came out of both of our 
it came out of my pocket as well, but I still given her money mm-hmm. and I said, there it is. Like, so I felt like I had left her in at least in a good financial yeah. point of it all, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and the reason why I say that is because she had helped um, me and my dad, when we were buying or purchasing one of our businesses, she had helped with some of the clothing costs that we needed. Okay. She'd helped with that because she, she had some money that was there. And so she had helped out with that, which we appreciated. She was paid back in full wasn't as fast as what it should have been done because then COVID hit right when we bought it. Mm. So right when we got engaged a couple of days before that, I had closed my business that I had bought. So, so there was that piece of it and then COVID had hit. And then I was like, Oh man, like this is going to take a little bit more longer than what it was supposed to be paid back to you. Mm. But you know, paid her in full and made sure that it was all taken care of, whatever the amount was. Now how she spent the money, what she did with it, that was on her. Yeah. But it had all gone away. It, yeah, all she, the money was gone. Yeah, like so, we oh. had given her to her. Some of it was done through payment plan, and then there was a giant lump sum that was given to her. And then I was like, "Here you go, like we're all done now." Mm-hmm. And she had spent it all. Oh wow! So on what? <laughs> whatever she had wanted. It yeah. was it wasn't my control because again, that was that was her money. Yeah, it wasn't anything course. that I could tell her, and, mm-hmm. and I would never tell that. If it was something that was ours, it'd be a different story. Mm-hmm. But it's how she handled it, and there's nothing I can do about it. You know, but. You know, that was that was another big thing was just finances was just a big, big, big piece, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why it's it's always so tough to just, you know, have have those conversations. And that's why I always tell people and I say it now, it's so important, guys, like to have those conversations, like don't be afraid to have it. Now, I'm not saying have it in the first two weeks of when you're talking with somebody, mm-hmm. but if you do see yourself serious with somebody and you see it's going on for a year, a year and a half, at some point that conversation needs to come up. And it's important to have that and yeah. be clear about it all because it's it's a big factor. You know, when you, essentially when you marry somebody, their debt becomes your debt. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just what it is. So, but yeah, so then then when I had, I had officially broken up with her, you know, moved out, I got all my stuff, whatever I had. I'm pretty sure I'm missing a nice pair of shoes out of that, which I was kind of, I just realized, <laughs> I, did, I actually just realized that like three weeks ago. I was like, oh, looking no. through, I'm like, I was like, Whatever happened to these shoes that I bought? And then I had. You think she took it? I, think, I don't know what happened to them. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to. They just walked out of the Yeah, they just left all of a sudden. So. Uh-huh. Um, so, but I got all my stuff, like all my clothes out, everything else that I needed. So I got them all that. And then just was at my dad's for a little while. And, you know. So ultimately, after, you know, you left the relationship, like what, you know, how did you feel? Like. I was happy. Okay. I was happy. I was very relieved. I felt like myself again. I could focus on myself again, you know, uh, focus on my health, mm-hmm. focus just on me, like just be selfish and just focus on me for a little bit. And and it felt nice. And, and just also like rekindle things that I had messed up on by not paying attention to my family or my friends and, mm-hmm. and you know, missed out on a lot of things because of, you know, her. You know, and and, and it, it's still to this day, still people come to me and they tell me, hey, you know, like, we just want to tell you that we're really happy that you got out of this. And it's been almost a year. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I really appreciate it. You know, now I'd say I really appreciate it. And, you know, and they say, you know, you don't you don't deserve that. And, you know, you, you, you did a good thing. So it's, you know, it's still just taking it all in as I go. But I mean, if I healed, absolutely, I've healed. And, and my ready to move on absolutely i'm ready to move on and and turn the and turn the page on it you know and Mm -hmm. i think i just now i think 
it just, if anything, it was just a good experience because now it really helped me, I guess, form into the person that I am now and what I'm going to be doing in my next relationship and know what I should be doing and should not be doing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. You know, and, I, and I hope it does it for her too. I, I, I wish her all the best. I really do. I told her that. I said, I wish you all the best. I hope you find whatever it is that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And I hope you find happiness. And, you know, I, I do wish that for her. I, and I hope, I hope she does that. And I hope she can, you know, be happy. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not the person for her, and she's not the person for me. Yeah, and at the at the moment in time where you walked away, did you feel any sadness at all, or it was just more with just relief and because it was just too much? I happened. think, I think during that whole thing, I had called my mom and I had told her, and I told her I said, "Hey, I just want to let you know that this is what just happened right now," and she was shocked. She was like, "What?" Like. And, you know, and then I, I teared up a little bit just because of just anger that I had. And just not only that, too, I knew that what I was that I made the decision, but then that was it. Mm-hmm. It was just maybe a minute of just tears, not like, like sobbing, mm-hmm. but just like a little moment of just getting choked up and having some tears come down. And then that was it. Do you think that you, um, you know, let yourself. Do you get you gave yourself the chance to really feel your like you know your feelings your emotions before you you know you you know you started the process of you know moving on? Um. So. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Yes, because within and this is this is my bad pattern that I have, and it's that I just I just move on. I just keep going. I did. I don't stop. I just keep moving forward. I just keep going on. And I said that before in the past. So, you know, immediately, you know, just started moving on, you know, talking with other girls, just started doing the whole thing again, getting back into the groove of what it mm-hmm. was date again, you know. Typical guy stuff. Typical guy stuff, yeah. <laughs> but, um, and then, you know, started talking with someone and, you know, and then that, it just, it just ended up not working out because, and there was a lot of factors that got into it, but main, I think a main, the main piece was that there was just a lot of miscommunication between us and, and that, but also I know where my wrongs were, was that I think I'd also had treated it a lot. Like my last relationship was to just do everything and put it all on my shoulders and mm-hmm. just take care of it and take care of it and take care of it and just move so quick. And, you know, had just jumped into that. And I don't think I actually gave myself the time to just, stop Mm. so that's when i think i started going through the that that's not that's not what i think that's when i know i started going through the healing process because again my temper had gone off and then said some things and then my friends iman that's why i love this guy to death he had told me how it was and what it is and had had a heart to heart with me Mm -hmm. and really opened up a lot of my opened up a lot of perspectives to me into things that i was doing that were not good things Mm -hmm. so i had said okay you know what like you're right and I had gone to therapist. I was in therapy for a while, for a little bit and then really just fixed on a lot of things and just got it all going. And now I'm like, okay, like I'm good. Now I'm back out in the world, you know, mm-hmm. no therapist and just living my life and just having fun. And I feel like now finally like I've gotten through it and now it's different, you know, mm-hmm. now it's like my mentality behind it all is different. You know, I'm not chasing. Mm-hmm. Now I'm being chased. Like I want someone to come after what I have to bring because improve it to me. 
you know, I'll prove it all day long and I know what I have to prove, but I also need to see that initiative back. You right. know? So that's when, so that's how I've been doing it now. And just not so quick to give, mm-hmm. take more of my time, take more time to relax. Like I give to people that I feel like they deserve it, you know, or like if they're close to me, like close friends or things like that, you know, that that's a different story, but dating wise, like dating with girls, like I just take more of like that not doing everything with gift giving and showing more of just my emotion of who I am. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. I could definitely relate to that. I mean, cause you know, you and I got our relationship fairly around close. Um, pretty, pretty close pretty actually. Close. Yeah. yeah. Cause I remember, I remember when, when I was told, I was like, oh, wait, like what the heck? Like, yeah. Cause that was December. So. Yeah. So it was like, right. It was literally like right next to one another. Yeah. So yeah, I'm the same. I, I feel like I'm in the same boat as you as mm-hmm. far as like, because I'm very, like, I put everyone ahead of myself and, mm-hmm. you know, quick to give. And I'm in the, like, with me dating right now, like, I'm not, you know, I'm showing more of myself and who I am, but not in the less of just trying to impress. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And because, yeah, like, you'll get all that once we're together. But then mm-hmm. I don't want you to, to just, like, all, you know, only want me because of all the things I'm willing to do for you. You know what I mean? Right. So I want, uh, and, I, and I agree with that because I think, and this goes for everybody. It's not just my thing. It's not just your thing, but to bounce off what you're saying, like, yeah, it is, it is super important to, um, to let your partners or whoever the person you're dating see more of you than hide it with, or not hide it, but I mean, I guess fill it with gifts or doing other nice things like that. Do it more with an emotion standpoint. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I think it becomes more valuable and not only that too, it makes your, I believe it'll make your partner just want more. Like they want more of that. And that's what they'll get more attracted to. Cause if you give them, if you sprinkle it with gifts or you do it with spoiling in other ways of like that, it turns into now it's like an expectation. Exactly. So yeah. that's something that, and that was something that my therapist had told me. And I was like, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're hundred percent right. You know? So I, that's where I had to draw the line and I had to stop. So now it's been me of being more of like this showing myself but also being a little more dominant into things as well too like making decisions doing things getting it done Mm -hmm. um just taking on more of that role you know before i was more of like just take the back seat yeah whatever you want to do i don't care like just Mm, okay but now it's became more like no like i'm planning this i'm doing this and i've noticed a better um response yeah we love that yeah there's a way better (laughs) response um Uh into things i mean i mean still dating still hasn't worked out that great for me but um but there definitely is a better response behind it. And, and uh, so it's just, it's nicer to see it that way. And now it's like, okay, cool. So this is what it is. And this is what I need to continue to do. Yeah, absolutely. And really just focusing yourself and really working yourself. And like, yeah, because ultimately, like once you truly, you know what they say, and I feel like it's so cliche and everyone says it, but like love yourself, right? Like love yourself mm-hmm. first before you can truly love someone else. Right. And, um, and give love to someone else. And I believe that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because then, if you don't love yourself, you're just going to then like spill all your, you know, you're going to pour like negativity, trauma, all that stuff to the other person. So right. ultimately you do need to work on yourself and like love, on your, like, love yourself first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it's just, it's just so important, right? Cause if you can't, if you can't love yourself, you can't love somebody else. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like, like I said, I think it's just, I think my, and the other big thing for me was, is that, you know, I feel like I have, everything in my life, right? I have, I, I'm, I'm thankful to say these words. I, I have a great career, successful in that aspect of it. I have all of those pieces I want to have, you know, 
it, it's easy, but the one thing that's always been the hardest one has always been the relationships for me. Mm -hmm. And that's always been the piece that I always was so quick because I wanted to fill this void. I wanted to fill this so bad. Mm -hmm. And I just would push, 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 push so hard. But then it's just, I need to stop pushing for it. Mm -hmm. I need to just let it happen. And I guess I just have to read the signs better. Like if it's just, if it's just a hookup, then that's just what it is. Mm -hmm. so, Let me just give you something to like ponder. Yeah. Um, you know, cause obviously like you said, everything else is working better, working out great for your life. Um, you know, and if it's just the relationship that's not working out, then, it, you know, just, you know, just think about it. Like maybe there is some things that, you know, I mean, obviously you've already confirmed that like from your friend telling you, but obviously like things that you, you know, you want to work on and need to work on yourself because ultimately a relationship truly is a mirror, right? Like, because it's like the only thing where you have to deal with someone else, you know, and like, and it's like, then it becomes a reflection of you, mm -hmm. right? So it's just like, you know, then um, and ultimately it, if you're, you know, if, if, if the relationship aspects is what needs improvement, then yeah, then maybe like, it sounds like you know, there's a lot of there's things that you can improve on that once you do improve it, then that's when the right person will come and like, you know, and you will just attract that person. You mm -hmm. wouldn't even have to like chase after it. You know what I mean? Right. And that, and, and that's, that's pretty much what I've done at that point. Like, and that's, and, and exactly what you pretty much said, just in different terms. So my therapist told me was just more or less just, just slow it down. Mm -hmm. Be more patient. Just wait. Time will come. Just don't force it. Right. Don't not and not even just forcing it, but just don't be so quick to just show so much so quickly. So like, even though you have your emotions in check, but you're showing you're showing too much of what you can offer, mm -hmm. and then it turns into a point where people are just going to use you for that aspect of it, not for who you really are. Right. And so then that's where it's been like, okay, you're right, and that's where I need to, you know fix that and work on that. So that's what I've been doing is showing, not showing so much of what I can give and doing it more of just with me and who I am. And you'll accept that for what it is. And then those things will come in time if you deserve that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So that, that's where, and that's where things have a lot changed. I mean, do I still, you know, whenever, if, if I do go on a date, go to a decent restaurant and things like that. Yeah. I mean, I'll go to a nice little restaurant, hang out, mm -hmm. chalk, laugh. And that's all it is. It's just, Simple as a first date, then it kind of goes in more and more in depth as you go into the process of it all. But just not not so quick, to, not so quick to just you know buy a gift mm -hmm. or do this or do that or you know if I it, like at this point now it's like if a girl if I haven't been dating her for at least a month and let's say like if her birthday was like coming around the corner, like let's say we're only dating for like two weeks something like that, it would be like I'll just take you to a dinner. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna get a gift from me. Yeah. Like and that not, shouldn't not, be expected. Yeah, but my thing was is that it would it would be I'll get you a gift like and I and if I give a gift I'm giving a nice gift. I'm mm -hmm. not that type of person where it's like I give a a shitty gift or I, I, I if I get somebody something like I'm getting you something that's nice because it's just it's just how I am. I'm a gift giver. Mm -hmm. But it, that's where it would be like oh dude like what are you doing like mm -hmm. that's this that's that. But to me it was just like oh it's like whatever. Right. But in reality is that it was something big. And that's where it was for me. It was like, okay, you know what? Like, I need to not do that. So now that's pretty much where I've gotten to that point is that if if it's not, if, if it's under a month, like, in your birthday or Christmas is coming up, like, you're not getting it. <laughs> Good. Is, I mean, yeah. This is the bottom line. Yeah. You, know, you probably get, you might get a nice little set of flowers or you get a dinner, but that's about it at most. Yeah. And at least that way you know that they're truly with you for you. Right. And I don't expect anything either. I wouldn't expect a gift either. I mm -hmm. wouldn't expect that at all. Right. Just be like, that's cool. Like, I don't expect it. 
because I never have any expectations. Yeah. So my last question for you um, is, you know, what advice would you give to others who are in the same situation? You, know, you can kind of make it quick. Make a short answer. <laughs> Don't get married. I'm just no, I'm totally kidding. Take it back. Um, honestly, just man, the best the best advice I could really give is just don't settle. And again, this isn't promoting breakups. This is not to promote a divorce. This is not do that. But don't settle. Mm-hmm. Like, especially for those people that, I guess, just feel like they're just finding contentment in their life and they're trying to fill a void in their life because you know kind of like how i was for myself it's like i have everything that i want but this is just the one thing that i don't or like they have that low self-esteem of just they don't feel like they can find that right match for them just don't settle i'm telling you there, there's some people out there that you're like man i don't know how you were in a relationship with somebody but you did it mm-hmm. and you know but it's not saying because they're good looking or bad looking or whatever it is just some people you just look at them like i don't know how they're in a relationship but they are they could be goofy. They could just be weird, could, whatever it is. But there's always somebody out there for you. Mm-hmm. You just have to be patient and you just have to wait for the right one to come up. Whether it's six months from now, 10 years from now, it will happen. Just don't force it. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the, the like in a nutshell, it's like the best way without getting too in depth into that conversation. Okay. And then don't compromise your happiness. Yeah, de- well, obviously, I mean, that's the whole thing. Don't compromise your happiness. Like, don't change yourself to put on a persona mm-hmm. for what you're not. Be true to who you are. Be who you are. And I think that will bring the most amount of attraction for both sides. Mm-hmm. That's great advice. So that's where I'm at. Okay. Well, I think that's great advice. And yeah. I think, you know, people would appreciate that. Um I think that that would, you know, I think that's a nice segue for us to introduce our next week's topic, which would be the 80-20 rule. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, yeah, you know, 80-20 rule in relationships and, you know, and and there are certain things to compromise on, but we'll t- we'll, ha- we'll discuss that in um, our next episode. Absolutely. Can't wait. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. So everyone have a great night. Thank you so much. And hope you guys like this. If you if you liked it, please download it, love it, share it. And I promise soon we're going to have our social medias up and everything else like that. You guys will start seeing our videos and actually see our faces. Um, but everyone have a great night and have a great weekend. Yeah, so tune in next week on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. 7.30. We'll be back here. And again, um, more, more things to share. Absolutely. Have a good night. Have a good night, guys. <laughs>